Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Friday, July 2nd. Topics on today's episode include the latest from Fannie and Freddie, the June payrolls report, and my interview with Britt Barker and Michael Ferris on how a stellar borrower experience is more than having a cool POS. I'm hoping if you're listening, you understand what that acronym stands for in this industry. I realize that this is a commentary about lending, but it is good for MLOs to be cognizant of what their real estate agent clients clients want. In a kitchen, maybe. There's a handy-dandy chart from builders showing popular kitchen features, like a walk-in pantry. For that link, as well as the latest on employment opportunities and lender services and products, visit robchrisman.com. Lots of people want lower rates, despite them often being an indicator of a weaker-than-expected economy. And recently, the risk-free 10-year T-note with no risk of default or prepayment, hit 1.36%. I love the fact that after the last couple Federal Open Market Committee meetings, plenty of people jumped on the rates are going up for the rest of the year bandwagon. Experienced capital markets personnel never bet on the market going one way or the other. The 10-year dropped in yield after May and has been relatively steady since. As always, mortgage-backed securities, which determine mortgage rates, lagged the move downward. Certainly, no investor wants to pay a premium above par for a loan that has a higher risk of paying off at par. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Origins. Origins provides integrated origination technology solutions that transform the lending experience. Their end-to-end digital mortgage platform covers the entire lending lifecycle, from application to closing, giving mortgage lenders the ability to replace their POS and LOS stack with a single modern platform. Or, use the modular capabilities of the platform to integrate Origins anywhere in your tech stack, wherever you need to make the biggest impact on your lending. With origination, processing, underwriting, closing, funding, and delivery under one innovative platform, lenders can achieve big results in less time and at a lower cost with Origins. The GSEs are expanding programs in an effort to clean up the remaining forbearance population. After Ginny recently extended modifications to 40 years, Fannie updated its modification and foreclosure policies surrounding COVID-19 impacted borrowers. Of particular note, Fannie is providing rate reductions as an option for borrowers with less than 80 LTV. This comes as GSEs record another sharp contraction and retain portfolios in May. This marks the second straight month of contraction, and portfolios are well below the FHFA mandated cap of $250 billion. Freddie Mac recorded an 11.1% decline in May to $127.2 billion, following an 18% drop in April. Fannie Mae shrank 9.4% to $132.3 billion. These contractions are likely in preparation for future buyouts related to COVID-19 delinquencies and loss mitigation strategies. Although the CFPB recently delayed the mandatory compliance date to October 1, 2022, the January 2021 Revised Preferred Stock Purchase Agreement, or PSPA, which restricts the type of loans that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac can purchase, was amended to state that only loans that meet the new QM definition with application dates after June 30th, 2021, are eligible for sale to the GSEs. For today's interview, I wanted to bring back on Britt Barker and Michael Ferris to the show. Britt Barker, Origins' Vice President of Enterprise Solutions, is an experienced sales and product executive with 20 years of helping financial institutions improve their lending performance and exceed consumer needs. He's recognized as an industry leader with an innate talent in balancing strategic focus with operational execution. Britt is an authority on consumer, mortgage, and indirect lending, 
with expertise in facilitating the transition of new clients into the financial lending market and enhancing lending programs. Michael Ferris is Vice President of Strategic Solutions for Origins. In his role, Michael leads the Strategic Solutions Group, which focuses on large-volume mortgage lenders. A seasoned industry veteran, he previously served as Senior Vice President at Digital Lending Solutions. And prior to that, he served as Senior Vice President of Digital Docs, Inc. His focus on integrity and process-driven sales solutions have resulted in negotiated contracts with top 100 lenders in diverse technology and service industries. Britt and Michael, thanks, thanks for joining me today. Our pleasure. Happy to be here, Robbie. Britt, I thought you were going to wax poetic about me in a, in a monologue there, but that, that's okay. I'll, we can save it for later. <laughs> I'm definitely happy to do so. <laughs> Robbie, you know, as far as the mortgage podcasts go, you are the best daily mortgage podcast out there. Appreciate the effort. Well, now I have to edit that out because people know that's, that's not true, but I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's get right into it, guys. There's been an emphasis on the point of sale to deliver a great borrower experience, but that is really just the beginning. Beyond the point of sale, Britt, what is necessary to deliver a stellar borrower experience? Robbie, happy to talk that through. I think let's align on what is a stellar experience for starters. I think the industry, we try to cater to specific moments within that journey. And here at Origins, we call those a shopping, an app, and a post app. And on shopping, that could be either an anonymous borrower or a borrower that is returning. And in that application experience, tremendous amount of work there to make that as easy as possible for borrowers. And then that post-app experience, what can that borrower do to move that file along? Getting those moments of shopping app and post-app right, that enriches this borrower journey and leads to better pull-through. So in our industry, you see some POSs and some LOSs will favor that borrower experience or favor that staff experience. But what we're trying to do is find balance for both parties, trying to very much avoid the waiting game. Michael, anything to add on that? Yeah, I mean, Robbie, with the POS, uh, as I always call it, the POS boom of the 2000s, we we came out and, you know, they created a good experience for the application for a borrower. A borrower could fill out the application online and, and be done with it then. But what we failed to think about on borrower experience is it's great to do a 15-minute application, but if you're still taking 30 at best to close, 30 days, and I think you know the most recent um, data is about 50 days to close, is that truly a stellar borrower experience um, on a front end? So I think you got to take that into fact, having that single system of record to be able to have that back-end experience as well, because the front-end POS... Um, Again, take an app quickly, but you got to, that's a hurry up and wait game then for the borrower. So I think, I think you got to combine the back end as well to make sure that that experience is stellar. And I think that's a great point because I, I myself am going through the lending process right now. And it feels like I don't even know what's going on with my lender. They just, they get back to me when they feel like it. And I don't even see the POS, but I know that it certainly feels like a hurry up and wait game. So I think to remain competitive, lenders really need to maximize the borrower experience, but also the team experience. Michael, I'm going to go to you on this one first. By doing so, what are the efficiencies gained and how does Origins make life better for the borrower, the closer, and the funder? Well, Robbie, as I just mentioned, the single system of record, you know, and from, you know, some of the automation and dynamic tasking we have put in the system, 
most POSs have a static list of conditions that are given to the borrower. What we do is the back end is actually creating those conditions automatically by the product, the program, and then tasking the borrower appropriately for what they need to do. So then there's no disjointed connect when the POS sends those over to the LOS. We're all one system of record, so it's all the same data and same conditions and tasking. Um, so you're not asking the borrower for things multiple times. That's a big, big detractor there. That would be the biggest thing that's the difference is the fact that our back end is completely tied in with our front end, ensuring that the borrower gets the accurate conditions and tasks that they need to, and it's not repeated to them. That's good to hear. Britt, you got anything to add on that? I would just say, Robbie, that there's steps in this mortgage manufacturing process that do not require human intervention. A good example that's often talked about is ordering third-party services. However, there are other items that do need that human touch, such as guiding first-time borrowers through the process. If you have a platform that has that event-based orchestration with the right data, you can eliminate manual steps. There you're getting that efficiency and really what lenders are looking for, that better pull-through. You know, the things I hear from people in the industry is that this technological advancement is so great or, or this is the latest and greatest, you need this if, if you're uh, looking for a POS. It's also about a tech stack playing nicely with itself. So there are solutions in the marketplace that do one part of the process well, but not necessarily other parts of the process. Most POS and LOS stacks are disjointed. How has Origins actually solved for this issue? What, is, what does your technology bring to the marketplace? Robbie, so much time and effort is on that exact issue. We would suggest that for mortgage lenders really to become more efficient, one could argue that it's not as much about the technology that determines the advancement, but really the lender's adoption of the data combined with the technology to make the right decision. If you think about having a platform or a system that ensures the right data is in there, that enables you to make a, a, a right decision, whether that's the system through automation making that decision or whether it's the human relying on it and making that decision. So getting that right data is big to that efficiency. We're different in the single system of record, Robbie, you know, and we're a data-driven system. You know, the, the systems that are out there right now are older systems that are form-based systems. Um, being data and event-based system gives the lender the availability to scale and um, you know, do more transactions from that. Again, lenders have processes that are created because of restraints in older systems, LOSs and POSs. So they've created processes around what they can do with the system as opposed to create their process and let the system do that for them. Um, we provide the technology for them to configure the processes so they can create the best loan manufacturing process for them. Regulations keep some of the um, processes in the loan manufacturing process the same just because you have to do three days, different things like that. But that's the differentiator of that 20% that lenders can do changes the game for them. Um, so we give them the tools to do that. It's not a silver, silver bullet though. Like I said, you have to change your processes to be able to do what you want to do. And so many processes have been created because of the restraints of older systems. We take those restraints off, those handcuffs off and let the lender make the best process for them. Yeah, so I would say, how do you actually take the restraints off of an older system that wasn't built to play nicely with other systems? How, what's kind of the, the secret sauce there? 
Right. On an older system, you know, that that's tough. And that's what we're trying to solve for with a newer uh, architecture, newer tech stack, um, all of that that Origins brings. Um, on an older system, you, you're going to have to do plugins. There's been many companies that just strictly work on systems to add some of the automation in as a as a plug into the system out there. Um, what we call it, we automate the core. Um, we want you to do it from the core of our system and not have to go pay for something else to get what you want in our system. We want you to be able to do that out of our system and not by paying us professional services, but by being able to configure it through our sysadmin functionality. What we've seen with some of the other lenders, there's some smart entities out there that will consult with different lenders and help them look at their existing workflow and then design their ideal workflow and then take the new technology stack and use that those high-level process design sessions as the implementation project plan. So when you do come out on the other side, you have your ideal workflow in that new technology stack for your new line of business. Certainly makes sense and sounds like something lenders should be utilizing. Well, guys, thank you both uh, very much for coming on and talking to me today. Appreciate it. Strong consumer demand in the U.S. is powering a surge in economic growth worldwide but is causing manufacturers and analysts to warn of supply shortages and further inflation rises as other countries resort to lifting interest rates. Even though market participants have been waiting all week for today's payrolls data, there were still several economic releases to digest yesterday, including lots of manufacturing PMI data from around the globe. Manufacturing was mixed overall relative to expectations, but ultimately still indicative of a sector operating in expansion mode. Domestically, the June ISM manufacturing index fell from May and missed expectations, but was still indicative of expansion, marking the 13th straight month of gains. Coupled with the weekly jobless claims report reaching a fresh pandemic low, the aggregate takeaway validated the continuation of several trends. Namely, the manufacturing sector remains strong, inflation pressures are still prominent, and there is still difficulty in finding workers to meet the demand which is likely holding back the pace of recovery. Finally, Total construction spending decreased in May when it was expected to increase, though we are still witnessing ongoing strength in private residential construction spending, a byproduct of strong demand driven by a scarce supply of existing homes for sale. Treasuries pulled back slightly while the MBS basis ended modestly tighter. Today's early close before the Independence Day weekend kicked off with the ever-important June employment report. The unemployment rate was 5.9% due to a rise in the labor force. Non-farm payrolls were 850000 and hourly earnings came in at 3.6% year-over-year. Later this morning brings the May trade deficit and May factory orders. Due to the early close, the desk will conduct just one operation that will target up to $2.95 billion of UMBS 32% and 2.5%. Factors like G fees, overhead costs, servicing valuations, and excess servicing multiples make 30-year rates obviously higher than that. Though, we saw yesterday from this week's primary mortgage market survey from Freddie Mac that the 30-year rate did fall back below 3% falling four basis points to 2.98%. The 15-year fixed and 5-1 hybrid arm rates were mixed at 2.26% and 2.54% respectively. After the employment data, we begin the day with agency MBS prices up better nearly an eighth and the 10-year yielding 1.43 after closing yesterday at 1.47%. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Origins. With the Origins Mortgage Platform, you can offer your borrowers and loan officers a truly modern mortgage lending experience. Discover the mortgage platform designed to evolve and scale with a rapidly changing lender landscape. Visit origins.com today. That's O-R-I-G-E-N-C-E dot com.
If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.